Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, I'd like to continue our discussion on the gender identity crisis. And is this something we are doing to our kids? You know, when you look back over the last 20 years, there has been such a significant increase in gender identity um, issues with children in particular, that it makes you stop to wonder why. And I'm not suggesting that there maybe aren't some children who truly have been born in the wrong body. I don't know enough about medical sciences to have an opinion one way or another on that. But I do know that as a society, we really um, try very hard to pigeonhole people into slots. Um, And that doesn't exclude children and it's actually to their detriment. You know, I often hear, um, you know, people say, oh, that's a girl activity, home ec, or, oh, that's a boy activity, you know, whatever sport it is. But my question that I want us to all ponder and think about is why? Who says, I mean, truly, who says that home ec is a girl's class? Who says that, uh, you know, football or wrestling or baseball is a boy's sport? Who says metal shop is for boys or wood shop is for boys? Who says? And do we care what they think? The reality is that most people have multi-interests, things that they're good at, things that they're interested in, things that they really shine and excel in. It is, I think, to our detriment that we really try to make it where only a certain gender can do those things. I mean, even if you look at a lot of the famous uh, clothes uh, designers, you know, they're equally men and women, and they're making women's clothes. They're making men's clothes. And, you know, uh, I've actually heard it said before, some of the male designers do a better job designing female clothes. And it's not because they're innately familiar with the female body. It's because they know what they like to see. And so who says that you can't do? Who says that you can't be a guy in home ec? I mean, they like to eat. They say that is the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So why can't they excel in the kitchen? Um, and there, there are people like myself. I can't stand to cook. I don't want to cook. I don't want to bake. I don't want to create. I really don't even want to make time to eat. You wouldn't know that looking at me, but that's neither here nor there. It's just, I have zero interest in it whatsoever. And when I am forced into the kitchen to do something, it's passable. It's okay, but it doesn't have that same level of, you know, presentation and goodness that my husband creates and he loves to cook. And I would tell you right now, he is every bit of man, but he loves to cook. And so I look at our kids and I think, is this something we have done to them? Have we pigeonholed them where, you know, that's a girl dolly and that's a boy truck. And then they don't feel like they can have an interest in the opposite. And, and is that where they're now trying to change their gender to conform to their interests instead of just being allowed to be themselves? I mean, you know, who says a girl can't be a heavy machinery operator? 
I'm sure that there are several who are really great at it. Um, And so, you know, I want us to stop and wonder and think and ask ourselves those questions. And are we driving this, this um, really, I'm calling it a, a pandemic of sadness where, you know, kids don't feel like they're accepted for who they are and what they are. And then they feel like they have to change because when I read, uh, in, you know, newspapers or hear on the news about gender identity crisis in five-year-olds, that's what makes me stop and go, really? at five, because at five, half the time, they're still using a toilet paper roll as a microphone and their imagination is still developing. So you mean to tell me that they're legitimately, the the vast majority are legitimately um, gender identity crisis issues? Or is it, you know, parents are trying to justify or find some way to accept that their boy or their girl happens to like a variety of interests that may may often fall in the other gender category. And and so I I don't mean this conversation in any form of disrespect. In fact, I'm I'm hoping it is taken in the spirit that I'm offering it in in a conversation of acceptance. Can we not as a society just stop and accept that little boys might like to play with dolls and have a family because that's all he wants when he's older is to get married and have a family. Um, and you know, can we not look at little girls and go, boy, she's athletic and she's gifted. And so she likes to lift weights or do American Ninja Warrior or whatever, you know, girls can be strong too. And that's really what I'm trying to spur the conversation on with, not to suggest that, you know, there aren't legitimate medical crisis going on. Again, I don't know enough about medical science to offer an opinion on that. I just think that it is noteworthy that we have had more of that in the last, really more of that in the last five years than we've had in the other 45 years of my life. And because of that, that makes me wonder, have we done this? Is this something that we are doing to our kids to make them feel unaccepted just as they are? And, you know, I want to encourage us to be open-minded, to be more, um, accepting of differences and embracing those differences. I mean, you know, they are what makes that person uniquely them, whatever it is. If, you know, I mean, it it could be a little boy who happens to think the color purple or pink is nice. Great. Fantastic. I mean, I actually know a guy whose favorite color is purple, but that aside, then there are a lot of men who look fantastic in pink. And, you know, then there are some that just can't wear it, but you know, there are the same could be said for women too. I mean, some women can't wear yellow and some women look fantastic in yellow. So when did color start being gender related? When did 
activities start being gender related? And when did we decide that if you like those things in that gender related category, that you have to change your gender, that you can't be accepted for who you are? Because I'm encouraging us to accept the children because my, my, concern is for the children. You know, adults at this point, you know, they're making their choices. They're well-informed. I do want adults to also be accepted for who they are, what they are, as they are. But my cry, my heart hurts for the children. And I'm not even a big, huge fan of children. I know that some of you are listening and laughing because that's like the understatement of the lifetime. But I just think, my gosh, if we can't accept a five-year-old for as they are, are we really that, you know, critical as a society that we can't look at a five-year-old innocent and sweet and just love them just because of who they are and not in spite of who they are? I mean, I, I just, and there is a difference, you know, I, I think you should love them period, just, just because of who they are and let them be them and let them feel comfortable in their own skin. I have a friend whose daughter, I think I talked about this last week is in, uh, wrestling and her school, her high school doesn't have girls, uh, wrestling. So she had to do the only wrestling they had, which was at the time all boys. And I, I thought to myself, kudos to the school, kudos to her parents, because they just let her be. They love her as she is, and she's doing really great in the sport, and she loves the sport, and she's proud of herself. And that's all the purpose of sports is at that age, is for children to learn their self-confidence and build up their self-esteem and to feel good about their accomplishments and, you know, their changes and things that they're doing to improve their physical health, whether they win, lose, or draw, it's irrelevant is if they're having a good time. And I thought, my gosh, he is miles and miles ahead of his peers, the father, because he just embraced it. He loved it. He thinks this is just fantastic. And I, I, really was taken aback, not because he's not capable of being all that wonderful he is. He's an amazing human. But I was really taken aback because I wondered how many parents had that same open-mindedness to let their kid just do what they enjoy doing and not feel the need to justify their choices or explain away their choices. And so that is where I'm wanting us to stop pause, think, you know, can we learn to just embrace the differences in our kids? Can we learn to love them? Can we learn to help them to learn their, to love themselves and acceptance of themselves? I mean, at five years old, if we have got to have conversations and news reports and articles about gender identity crisis at five years old. And I've seen some even younger that really should make you stop and go, wow. And it's what has made me stop and go, wow, are we doing this to our kids? Are we teaching them to not love themselves just as they are? 
I don't know. I, I, I hope that we, my husband and I taught our daughter to love herself just as she is. And I tell you, she's a, you know, fishing and, uh, mudding and farming, you know, animal loving crazy girl who happens to like favorite color teal and sparkles. If it glitters and sparkles and all that, she's all about it, you know, but she'll be all about it standing in a creek up to her cankles fishing for whatever kind of slimy fish is in there. And she just thinks that's the most fantastic pastime ever. And her dad and I just think, great, fantastic, have a good time. She owns more fishing rods than probably Outdoor Man does. And she just thinks that there's no better time spent than outside fishing and, you know, going mudding and whatever other country business is happening with her. And we just think, great, fantastic, have a good time. And we are just proud that she's loves herself uh, just as she is, because that's really all we strive for as parents, right? I mean, it should be. And so I think I, I want to, you know, really spur the conversation, ask yourselves, could this be it? And could we do better for our kids? Can we do better for our future leaders of tomorrow? Can we do better as a society to teach love and acceptance? You know, I had a friend one time, he mentioned he saw a bumper sticker coexist and he, all he said was one sentence. I don't even know what that means. And I thought, exactly. What, what does that mean? Why can't we just love people? Why do we have to just coexist. Can't we just love them as they are? Like whatever it is, whatever your religion is, whatever your political affiliation is, whatever your interests and hobbies are, whatever your sexual orientation is, can't we just love you just as you are? We don't need to just peacefully coexist, but really just love you just as you are all your differences. Because I can tell you, I couldn't handle a world with more than one Nicole in it. And I'm certain all of y'all are laughing going, you couldn't either. So that's my challenge. Let's think about that this week. Let's, you know, spur that into action in our communities. If you have a topic you'd like covered, please hit me up at 15minutesofsane.net or on social media. Um, and every topic that is proposed is covered. It may not be covered tomorrow, but it is covered, um, because, you know, this is a forum for us to spur community conversation on. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one.